What's up, everybody? Welcome back into the Tide Talk Podcast. This live episode is we recap LSU and Alabama, the nail-biting win for Alabama, the struggle win for Alabama here on the Tide Talk Podcast. Stacy Blackwood here, and I'm joined, as always, by Jake Thomas. Jake, what's happening, brother? Now, I'm doing good. Just, you know, very, very, very disheartened about that win. But, I mean, it is a win. I'll take it. And get out of town with the W, but man, it wasn't pretty at all. No, uh, I would not use the word pretty to describe that that performance by the Tide, unless you're talking about the defense. I thought overall the defense yes. was pretty solid, but we're going to talk all about the game uh, here in just a few minutes. First, uh, got to tell you about our friends at betonline.ag. Uh, the NBA, the NFL, college football, they're all in full swing right now, so make sure you head on over to betonline.ag to place your bets and right now head over to their all new website or use your mobile device sign up today and use promo code believe 50 and you receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit that's betonline.ag all right the chat is open everybody uh leave your questions comments concerns regarding alabama's struggle win over the lsu tigers uh so so like i said any questions or comments are welcome tonight in the chat uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit that like button, hit the notification bell so you don't miss a single moment of the Tide Talk podcast. Uh, while people are joining us, Jake, uh, just just real quick, uh, watching that game Saturday, just how, what were your emotions like throughout that contest? You know, start out slow early, and I was like, okay, we, we start out slow a bunch. I mean, I remember starting out slow against AM and then. You know, coming back and it being, you know, back and forth game in the second half. So I was like, okay, they got up early, but we, you know, let us, let us get get our feet. You know, where we settle, get settled in, we'll be fine. We're at home, we'll be fine. But I mean, that third quarter, I mean, you could hear a pin drop in that stadium, and I knew I was like, this is not good. You know, I went from okay, we're fine. You know, we might not cover, you know, the 28, but we're going to win and win by 21-24. I, I felt third quarter when it, when it was quiet and they just seemed like there was no momentum for Alabama. I was like, boy, we're we're in trouble. This is going to be a doll fight. Yeah. Yeah, that's – I mean, I echo uh, your words there. It was – it was a very tough game to watch. Just when you know what this team is capable of, yes, uh, that's what makes it so. I guess frustrating is you know coming into to the contest against LSU, Alabama had the second best scoring offense in the country, and to be held to just twenty points, uh, to have all the the blunders that the team had. I mean, and not just along the offensive line or in the running game. But, you know, the bad snaps on the extra point and the field goal attempts, the holds that were not there, it's just it, all the way around. It was it was just a series of blunders for Alabama, and uh, it was tough to watch. Absolutely. And, you know, I got to give, you know, the, the defense credit, give Pete, Gold credit, Pete Golden credit. And I know I've been, uh, you know, so-called a hater of his, but this defense – you know, and, and I mean, it has improved, you know, tremendously since the AM game. And if you've not seen that, then you're not watching Alabama football. I mean, there's still a few mistakes here and there, but overall, they're they're getting together. I mean, you know, that's 
Yes, I know. Yeah, Anthony, I'm glad you brought that up, Anthony. The the six yards rushing. First of all, I don't even I don't remember the last time we were held to to that number. I mean, I really can't remember the last time that happened. Uh, that that's just incredible. And, and what bothers me most is, and it may have not made a difference, but in the first half of that game, uh, Bill O'Brien made zero effort to even establish a running game. There was there was not an effort made early in that contest to to uh, to establish a running game, and I, I didn't understand that. Uh, also, I didn't understand the fact that, that Alabama never countered LSU's aggressive attack on defense. Yeah, uh, there was no draws. There was no you know halfback screens. There was nothing to try to counteract that. I mean, when you got three linebackers running at you. You know, and you can get a wide receiver in the flat. There's, I mean, he's going to get, you know, 15, 20 yards out of it because there's nobody else besides the corners and the safeties to to cover that. We hit the running back one time out of the flat, Rodell Williams. He mm-hmm. picked up big yardage, and we yep. never went back to that play again. Yeah. So LSU just kept blitzing. Yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah, I, I don't blame them either. I mean, I, no. I, Alabama was its own worst. Thing. Not to take anything away from LSU because they, you know, they they play with everything they had, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it just Alabama just could not get out of their own way in that football game. I mean, no. uh, and you know, you can always question play calling because it's always you know hindsight's twenty twenty. But Jake, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to understand that you got to do something different when when they're bringing six or seven guys almost every snap and Alabama yeah. did nothing to, to, to mix things up. It just, it, they acted like they could just keep playing normal football. Absolutely. It I just, it was just frustrating, man. I mean, like you said, there was nothing that was changed, you know, coaching wise and no adjustments whatsoever made. Frank, Frank says offensive line problems have been there all year. Bryce has been covering up the offensive line mistakes, but now he is getting beaten up. Owens is grading out at 33% by PFF. By comparison, Will Anderson is at 90%. Yeah, thanks, Frank, for the comment and for watching. Uh, you're exactly right. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago, how Bryce Young is covering up a lot of deficiencies in this Alabama offense, not only from the offensive line perspective, but uh, from the lack of production at tight end and from the lack of imagination – and willingness to adapt or adjust in game from, from offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien. Yeah. And and that's just my honest assessment of, of, of watching the games. I watch each game at least two times, and there's very little adjustment on the offensive side of the football. Absolutely. And, and there's I no mean, imagination no, whatsoever. No. I mean, it, it was the same as that thing over and over and over again, and they and they kept bringing six, seven guys, and we could not we could not stop. Them. You know. Well, and, and here here's my when I say no imagination, the most imagine the most imagination they've shown is putting Slade Bolden in the Wildcat. <laughs> With Miro sitting well, on the you side, know that, you know that terrified the LSU defense. Well, they and I'm not, I'm not throwing shade at Slade Bolden. No. I'm just saying there's other dudes out there that could be running the Wildcat besides Slade Bolden. Yeah. They knew where he was going to go when he was back there. I mean, yeah. that was that was not creative at all. Yes, Anthony. That right. that was that was an awful play. Yeah, yeah. And it was third and two, <laughs> and you put. I mean, I just I don't look. Jalen Milrow was sitting on the sidelines. Why? 
why are we not running him the Wildcat if, if we're going to do that? Yeah, don't run Slade Bolton. Lane. Buddy Lane says the cover zero blitz should not work against Bryce Young and the Bama offense. You're you're exactly right, Lane. That Alabama should make them pay. Yeah. But like I mentioned, there there was zero adjustment to to the aggressive style of play from LSU in that ball game, and I don't know why. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if if it's a Bryce thing as far as uh, him not having the ability to change the play at the line of scrimmage or, or change the protection. I don't know. I don't have the answer to those questions. All I know is that if that is the, the one of the problems, then that's still on Bill O'Brien. He's yeah. still the offensive coordinator. It's his sure. job to make sure that stuff is corrected, and that stuff is the same thing that's been going on since Miami. Right. Yeah. Uh, and there's been no improvement on that particular uh, side of things for the offense. So, yeah. uh, to me, a lot of, a lot of blame goes to, to Bill O'Brien. Now I'm going to say this too. Our tight ends have completely disappeared. That's why that was my next topic. I was going to bring up. I mean, yeah. where is Jaleel Billingsley? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Latou had one catch for 15 yards on Saturday. Uh, when tight ends have been destroying LSU all season long, we target the tight end three times. I think one was pretty, really, pretty much a throwaway. Yeah. Uh, of course, Latou drops the first pass of the game, which would have been an easy first down. And like I mentioned, he caught the one for 15 yards. But Billingsley was not targeted one time. I, I don't, I don't know why that is. I, I'm, I'm just so curious about the philosophy of Bill O'Brien. Yeah, uh, absolutely. <laughs> Dude's gonna go from NFL head coach to so, yeah. Three years. That's, that's good. I mean, if, 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 if James Franklin ends up going to LSU or USC. And Penn, I've heard rumors that Penn State fans have been clamoring for for Bill O'Brien to come back. I, I gladly take let let you have him back. You know, I'd be perfectly fine with that. But yeah, you, the I, I know Mechie and and Williams, JMO. I mean, they've both been playing great here lately. I know they need to get their touches. But like you said, the tight ends have been completely non-existent. And coming into the season, I was. You know, we had high expectations because Bill O'Brien used his tight ends in the NFL. He ain't used them the last, what, three games now? Maybe four? Three or four. And, yeah. and we saw the first few weeks of the season mm-hmm. how uh, critical the tight end position could be for Alabama. I mean, they they were making plays yeah. the first three, three or four weeks of the season. I yeah. mean, so uh, – and then the last, like you said, three or four games, they've just completely disappeared. And, yeah. uh, and I, like I said, I know they've had some drops, but but that don't mean you don't con- continue to feed those guys. I mean, uh, J-Mo and Mechie also struggle with drops early in the year, but we don't just stop throwing to them. No. No. Back to the, uh, Anthony says, no crossing patterns in the middle of the field uh, to at least give the LSU safety something. Yeah, yeah there, was, there was zero – there was zero adapting from Bill O'Brien. I, I don't get it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, You're that's, right, Frank. Yep. I, I don't understand. I mean, if you got guys, if you're blitzing seven guys, the defense blitzing seven guys, you know it's coming because they've been doing it all game. You've got to, you've got to change to a quick slant. You can't have these deep, you know, hooks or deep posts. That's gonna go ten yards and then then you play because he ain't gonna have time to throw it, and we saw that. You've got to have your quick option to get to get rid of the ball, and there was none 
you know, Saturday night. They can't block Paul. I know he's talking about the tight ends. They ain't got to block when they're the ones being thrown the ball. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah. going back to Frank, you're exactly right, Frank. You're hitting the nail on the head as far as that. There's there O'Brien does nothing to 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 try to make the defense adjust to what they're doing. He, it's just, mm-hmm. oh, they're going to blitz me all game. I'm still going to keep doing what I like to do. I mean, they're bringing seven guys. We're blocking with five, but we're going to run a 35-yard pattern here. I mean, it just makes zero sense. <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, my gracious. And I know J-Mo bailed us out on that one deep ball. I mean, my gosh, he – and it was a it was a pretty throw too. But, I mean, I think I think Bryce had to throw it off his back foot on that one because he was trying to – No, no. You know. See, on that play, they only brought four rushers. Okay. And we blocked them perfectly. Bryce had plenty of time to set his feet in the pocket and and to collect his thoughts, and he was able to deliver a dime. It, it's just when there's five or more rushers, for whatever reason, the guys cannot uh, get that concept down and understand who they need to block. Well, there, there was zero communication on the offensive line, you know, either to, to say, hey, you got him, I got him, you know, and there's an extra rusher coming over here. Somebody's got to pick him up, you know. There was nothing like that the other night. Uh, I'm with you, Anthony. I, and I'll be honest with you. I thought Bill O'Brien would do a good job, but it's surprising to me how – and it's just – I've continued to say it throughout this episode – how unwilling he is to change his game plan during the game. I don't know if he can't do it or if he's just stubborn. But yeah. – uh, Either way, it's not it's not a good look for him. Uh, you go back to the Texas A and M game where we have first and goal from the three yard line and, and throw it three plays. It's just it's that it's the 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 Florida game when we get up twenty one to three and then we go you know three straight three and outs and give get Florida right back in the game. It's just and you know we try to blame a lot of the stuff on the defense, but man, when your offense goes three and out as often as Alabama goes three and out, it's going get to put tired. a lot of stress on your defense. Yeah, for sure. And thank God the defense made stops each and every time they needed to make one against LSU. And Will Anderson is still a beast. Well, hey, and, and Dallas Turner, <laughs> and, man, Dallas Turner, man, late in that football game, yes. they could not block him. They could yeah. not block him. Yeah, Dallas Turner and Will Anderson on, on those ends. And Phil Dillian Mathis probably had his best game. I mean, he, he could not be be blocked either. So, you know. Well, I, I, I'll, I'll just be honest with you. The With the combination of, of how dominant Mathis is on the inside – with what we know Will Anderson is, in my opinion, the best football player in all of college football. Uh, and then you you look at the emergence of a Dallas Turner who's who's playing for Drew Sanders, but uh, he is more of a pass rusher than what Drew Sanders is. So, uh, I mean, this this defense is, is getting some pieces together. And, you know, maybe they're, they're getting their stuff together and going to play their best football this season down the stretch. And they may have to carry this team uh, the last few weeks of the regular season. And and yeah, and I mean they're they're uber talented on that side. I want to say before his injury, uh, Armor Davis, man, he he's been playing outstanding all year long. And I really thought I know Joe didn't start and he had to come in, but Kool Aid I thought held his own as well. So you know, Dave, but but Jalen Armor Davis, man, he he's played you know outstanding. He's had a couple of picks this year. Uh, one guy in that back I want to see 
you know, start stepping up. That's Malachi. I mean, he's kind of been, you know, not he's been not having a great year. year. No. And it's time for him to step up and make some plays. Speaking of the defensive backs, some, some breaking news that just went out yes. just a few minutes ago. Uh, Marcus Banks is, is entering the transfer portal. So he's going to be uh, looking for a new home for his last two years of eligibility. Uh, wish Marcus nothing but the best. I was hoping yes. to stay around. I thought he played well in the moments that he got to play, but it's a loaded room there with Kool-Aid and uh, Jalen Armour Davis, who the, both those guys will be back next year. Uh, and there's a lot of other talented, you know, guys there. Uh, Jackson, Ty, uh, Kyrie Jackson's still there. So there's a lot of talent there at the corner spot. But uh, but uh, we wish Marcus Banks nothing but the best. Uh, I hate to see him go, but uh, can't fault a guy for trying to find some more playing time somewhere else. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, he's, he's going to be missed. But like you said, it, it's with all the talent out there, your your spot is earned, and, and that's the way it is. And you know he he just wants to wants to get the chance to you know taste his, taste the NFL dream one these days. So he knows he can't do that at Alabama now because he there's no room for him on this team. You know he don't he won't be able to get a starting job. So I don't I don't fault him one bit. So I hope him the best. Yeah, it was nice to see Kool-Aid play. You know that dude. Yes. Every time he gets in, uh, he just I mean he's just a dude. I mean he's he's he a heck of a football player. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to tell you right now, the play of the game is is when on, on fourth and short, LSU had it fourth and short, and they bust the long run, and Jordan Battle, of all people, runs down the running back and yes. pretty much saves the game for Alabama. Yes. Tackles them at the eight-yard line, and the defense uh, stops them all four downs from the eight-yard line. So, uh, he- heck of a heck of an effort play by Jordan Battle, who really it was kind of his fault that, that he, he broke the – he broke the line of scrimmage there because uh, he he didn't he didn't play it the right way. Him or Henry Toa Toa didn't win. One of those, or might have been both. But heck of an effort by Battle to, to run Price down and you know not allow a touchdown there. Yeah, Lane, you're yeah. right. Uh, Kool Aid yes, is a heck of a basketball player too. Yeah, uh, just an athlete. I mean, he's just yeah. he's just an athlete. But you know, talking about the defense outside of the the fake punt that that they had against us. And I think maybe they had that's two special teams, though, man. I mean, that's right, teams. exactly. That's not that's not that's not on the defense. But I think they had maybe two five. I think one drive LSU's driving like eighty nine yards. The other one might have been like sixty or something. Other than that, the defense played great. I know they gave up over a hundred yard rusher, but you know, Matt Johnson was fifty percent, and I mean, he's been pretty pretty good against you know better than average teams this year. So. I mean, this defense, like you said, I think they're going to carry us because right now we're struggling on offense. And, I mean, if we get 25, you know, 26, 27 points on offense, I think the defense can hold them enough, you know, another team, and and 27 points will win it regardless of who we play. Right. Well, and and look, uh, you know, I I don't – it obviously was not a great performance by Alabama – uh, there's a lot that you can look at and just kind of hang your head at, head at, but you know the sky's not falling. Uh, everything that the team wants to accomplish is still out in front of them, and they can still reach it. But there's going to have to be a lot of soul searching done, and a lot of correct correct corrective action done for them to reach that goal. Uh, another comment here from Frank said, "Sadly, best players do not play. Coaches have favorites 
not buying spots earned. Kool-Aid start. Owens and Bolden should not be on the field. No way 18 is better than Holden or Hall. Uh, well, on the Kool-Aid part, uh, uh, yeah. I think he probably is more talented, but I neither corner to me has played bad enough where you just no. take him out. The, when the secondary's gotten beat, it's been the middle of the field, not not from a corner right. spot. Yeah. And as far as Owens, I mean, you, oh, the guy who replaced Owens didn't do any better than what Owens did. Yeah. I mean, he didn't he didn't show me anything that says, yeah, he should be starting over Chris Owens. Right. Now I'll say this Treshawn Holden or a Jai Hall should definitely be in the game over Slay Bolden. Yes. I'm not trying to knock Slay Bolden. He, he's a fine football player. But but Treshawn Holden and, and a Jai Hall are difference makers. Yeah. And I mean that that's you know, uh Earl finally overtook you know, Bolden there for punt, punt returns and kick returns, I believe. So, but yeah, I, I I agree. Yeah, great point, Lane. It's 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 about practice. You're, I mean, talking about practice. We're talking about practice. <laughs> yeah, and and see, like, I wouldn't have a problem with Kool Aid maybe getting in at star. Yeah. Or maybe moving Jalen Armour Davis to star because he has played star in the past. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, and I'll say this: Jordan Battle, the last uh, what three weeks probably, He's getting better. has played his best football of his entire career at Alabama. Uh, Demarco Helens, we talked about this a, a couple of weeks ago. He's he is still battling an injury uh, from uh, from fall camp, but I thought he played uh, pretty well Saturday. Um, he wasn't ever really just completely out of position. Uh, uh, Malachi Moore, like you said earlier, Jake, is the guy that I'm uh, a little bit disappointed in on the back end of the defense. He's just not the same top player he was last year. Uh, not sure what what the issue is. Uh, he, we obviously know the dude can play because of how well he performed last season, but uh, it, for whatever reason, it just hasn't been there uh, this year. Yeah, Anthony says he agrees. The cornerback's been pretty much holding their own. Yeah. Our safeties are the worst in a while. The say in, in – like I said, Jordan Battle's playing better the last couple of weeks. Like I said, probably his best football in his time at Alabama. Yeah. Uh, and and Helms is is just he's battling injuries and and Moore and Branch have not been uh, the the dudes that they were last year. Mm-hmm. That's that's a funny comment, Lane. <laughs> he he dissing Clint. <laughs> hey hey, there you go. Yeah, man, that's haha was a great was a great yeah yeah, yeah he was he was awesome but yeah you know going going back to Frank's uh, comment yeah I I really like Kool-Aid. he showed you know he showed a lot of promise in you know in the time he's played but I mean how can you go to either Joe or Davis say hey we're, we're going to pull you from the starting job this week I, I know Joe didn't didn't start this week because he's hurt. But I mean, if he's yeah. fully healthy, you just can't say no. Nah, Kool Aid's done better now. If Kool Aid's out outperforming them in practice, then maybe right, yeah. like you said it's practice. But well, and, and Jake, if, if if it's close, you're going to go with the guy who's been there longer. I mean, that's right. just natural. Exactly. I mean, Jalen Milrow may be outperforming everybody, you know, Bryce and Paul Tyson, but they're going to go with Bryce because he has experience. He did play a little bit, you know, last year. You know, just just for 
you know, reference point. But I mean, you know, it's I really like Kool Aid. His time with me next year. Well, and and I have all the confidence in the world that Nick Saban's going to play the guy that he feels oh, deserves to be in that spot. Uh, but but I am in agreement that it's a little bit of a head scratcher as to why we're not seeing more of Trey Sean Holden. Yeah. Or, or an Ajay Hall. Well, the Ajay Hall thing is because he can't keep his mouth shut on Twitter. I mean, that's why yeah. he's not playing. Yeah. You, you mean, Twitter gets you in trouble. Yeah. I mean, and, and you just got to stay off of it. Don't, don't let your emotions get the best of you. You know, keep, you know, you don't want to keep pinned in, but don't go on social media and, and lash out. You know, just, I mean, you're playing for the most, one of the one I don't I'm being biased here. Probably the the most historical, you know, university in college football, maybe USC. But right now, historic wise, Alabama's the top dog. And you know, just, just you, you're on that team. Just don't just don't do anything and say anything that's going to cause you to lose your spot on that team. Yeah, Hall was back in practice. I did see that. So. And that's good news because if man, I'm telling you, if a Jai Hall can can get his head screwed on straight, he has a chance to be one of the one of the best receivers Alabama has ever had. And I know that's yeah. saying a lot because we just had a guy win the Heisman Trophy at wide receiver. But this dude is next level talented. Just got I mean, but there's more than to playing football than just playing football. Right. You got to you got to show it in practice. You got to show it out in public as well you know it's not just on the football field yeah but i mean uh, you're, you're you're comparing uh you know what a not even a full a game compared size. to a, yeah you're yeah. the sample size is much smaller mm-hmm. uh uh in regards to the right tackle position uh and, and also, I, I mean, I, I only remember Job getting beat, what, twice this year? One of them is because he wasn't lined up yet. I mean, that's – They were I mean, still that, trying to that, get the call in. He was still he waiting was on the call. Yeah. I mean, that's not on him. That's not on him. No. And he's had, what, two, maybe three pass interference calls this year? I mean, I, I'm i not saying he's perfect, but when – I mean, when you play corner on an island, you're going to get called for pass interference every once in a while. Right. You're going to get beat every once in a while when you play man-to-man a lot. I mean, I just – I don't have a problem with the corners, and oh, and yeah. I, I don't I I don't think that uh that you're wrong to to think that Kool Aid should be playing more. Uh, I just I, I just don't know how you go to a guy that's been there four or five years and he's doing a you know a solid job at his position, and you say hey we're gonna put in this guy who we think has a chance to be better than you, but we're not really sure yet because he's only played uh, a handful of snaps compared to your you know few hundred. Yeah, I mean, I it's easy to be, and I'm not just I'm not picking on you, Frank. I really appreciate you watching and tuning in yes. and, and jumping in the comments. Uh, I'm not trying to pick on you. I'm just saying it's easy to be enamored with the new guy when oh, he yeah. hasn't played. The truth is, Kool Aid McKinstry hadn't played enough to get beat yet. Yeah, I mean that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you played as many snaps as what Josh Job has, you gonna get beat. Mm-hmm. I mean, Deion Sanders got beat. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, Patrick Sertan, he's he's been beat. I mean, I mean I Trayvon Diggs, he's been beat this year. Yeah, in the NFL. I mean, it, it happens. Yeah. 
especially when you play the, the the amount of man coverage that Alabama has. I'm not saying Job is the best corner in college football. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that uh, when you played as many snaps as he's played, and you know, I just don't get the feeling that he's a he's a, a problem for this defense. There's a lot more glaring problems uh, on this team than than cornerback. Yeah, I agree 100. But you know, I remember last year talking about you know being enamored with the new guy. I mean, a lot of people at first wanted. Bryce Young over Matt Jones. See, and that's that's the per, that's the perfect example of that. Right, exactly. I mean, the, you you go before with guy with season, experience. Before the season started, mm-hmm. it was all about Bryce Young last year. Yeah, and, and it's because he was, the, he was the new guy who was highly right. recruited. Yeah, absolutely. So, oh yeah, oh, I, th- this is I'm with you, and I I don't call yeah, it a good LSU. It may have happened one play. I'm having trouble remembering, but if why we drop Will Anderson in the coverage, I will never understand. <laughs> Unless I, it's to give him a break while he's on the field. <laughs> right. I remember there was one. There was one play. It, it was he executed it perfectly because he kind of he kind of hesitated and then did a stunt on the inside. And by the time he got into that hole, LSU could not get him, and he just leveled. You know, um, Johnson. I mean, he. I don't know how you stop him. Yeah, and and I mean, you know, we, people say we're being we're being biased and we're being homers and all that, but honestly, I think he I think he's he means more to our team than Jordan Davis does to to that Georgia team, and I think he's well, a better player. I mean, than, look, Jordan Davis is a great player. Georgia has a has a phenomenal defense. Yeah, but Jake Fedarian Mathis, who pretty much same, plays the same, in the, the yeah. same position as as Jordan Davis. Has put his no has put in Jordan Davis's numbers to shame this year. Yeah, I mean a lot of the the deal with Jordan Davis is because he's just a massive human being who takes he's, up a lot of space. Yeah, he is. I mean, he's a, and he is a great football player. He's he very is. athletic to be as big as he is. He does a great job for what they ask him to do, but he he is slightly overrated. I mean, at some point you got to put some production up there on the field. Yeah, I mean. Fidari Mathis don't have any problems producing from from the interior of that defensive line. No, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I'm going to go back to. Uh, I hate to sound like I'm picking on you, Frank, buddy. I I'm really not. And 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 for some things, they're really good at at, at using. But PFF, I, I don't trust them 100 percent of the time because last week they released their top four pass rushers in college football, and Will Anderson was not on the list. Yeah. Bama fatigue is is real. (laughs) But, but, I mean, the truth is, Will Anderson, and they they said the guy from Georgia – or not Georgia, but uh, Oregon. People people was commenting on that saying – And he's a great player too, no doubt. He is. But, I mean, mean, Will Anderson leads the nation in tackles for loss. Yeah. I mean, mean, he's in the backfield every play. I mean, I don't. How do you not have him on that list? I don't understand. But I mean, whatever. It is what it is. And and the, here and and our buddy Clint Lamb put out, you know, during the game, he said, I know it was kind of, you know, but here's a good reminder or a good time to remind you that we get in, real Anderson back for another year. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, mean the, I mean, he's already, 
amazing, and he's he's gonna be he's probably gonna be linebackers don't get don't get picked a lot in the top ten. But I mean, my gosh, how do you not pick him? You know, net, you know, not next year, but the year after, you know, in the top ten of the draft. Uh, I'm I'm missing how that's a bad analogy, Frank. What what we're saying is before the season started last year, everybody was clamoring for for Bryce Young without even right. seeing the kid play. Without seeing Mac, yeah, and we knew what and, Mac was and, going to do. And we and we saw Mac play well in in 2019 when he come in for Tua. Right. I mean, he threw like 14 touchdowns and three interceptions in his three starts. Mm-hmm. So I. I don't think that was – I just – it's always about the new guy. And, and I, I mean, I'm with you. I think I think they can find a place for Kool-Aid, but I don't think – I don't think corner would be it. I, I think that – that because we're not playing bad at corner. We're playing bad in the middle. Right, yeah. Anthony, you, you make a great point. Yeah, losing Christopher Allen has hurt um, – I mean, it has been devastating, but you now see. I mean, Drew Sanders held his own, when, you know, filling in for Allen. He got injured. Now Dallas Turner is starting to come around, like we said earlier in the show. I mean, losing Allen, he he's experienced and he's a really great linebacker. But I feel like we're okay. It's not the same type of production, but we're okay there. Yeah. yeah. So. You know, Drew Sanders, he'll be back next year. Dallas Turner will be back next year. That defense is still going to be loaded next year. I mean, there's a lot of talent coming back. Braswell, my gosh. Just Blackshire still on the team? Good night. I mean, you could you could talk all night about about that depth. But, yeah, it's yeah. it hurt. But can he get a medical red shirt, Stace? Who's Allen? that? Chris for Allen. I'm not sure how – Sorry, I'm not sure how all that works, to be honest with you. I'm not either, because, I mean, he didn't get to play with one game. I don't know if he was allowed to get a red, sh- you know, medical red shirt and come back next year. I don't know how it plays. Somebody, you know, need- we need to find out about that. It would be pretty cool if he could, but I don't know if he can or not. Yeah, I mean, uh, the truth is, though, he's been in college long enough that he kind of is what he is as a player. That I mean, so yeah. NFL teams kind of know who he is, so it may not be beneficial to him to, to come back and – take the risk of being injured again. But, you know, that's Dylan something we Moses. can kind of watch out for. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, Moses but you know, we've, we've, we've went 35 minutes on recapping the game, and uh, yeah. we can kind of start winding things down. We appreciate everybody that jumped in the chat. Uh, we appreciate everybody, you know, tuning in, giving us a listen. A lot of fun to do this. Uh, Our buddy Todd is. Yeah, Todd says Wilderson should be the only player on the defense in the Heisman hunt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's I ridiculous that they that anybody will have anybody else besides Will Anderson from the defensive side of the football in the Heisman conversation. But <laughs> yeah, it is. There, there's no reason for him not to be in it. And I know it's, it's an offensive reward, but you got to give him some love. I mean, he's won what defensive player of the week in the SEC for. <laughs> it seems for, like every week. <laughs> I know it does. He he ought to. Trayshawn Holden yeah. had a great uh, retweet yeah. of that today. When, yeah. Instead of it saying week, you put year. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's right, though. I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, we're, we're fishing the line things down here. Yep. Appreciate everybody jumping in the chat. Had a lot of fun talking. Uh, you know, Alabama did get the win. The sky's not falling. Uh, no. Still a lot. I mean, the, the, everything is still in front of Alabama. I know it looks uh, – <laughs> everybody's all down on the team right now because of the way they performed uh, Saturday. But everything is still in front of them. 
They beat New Mexico State. They beat Arkansas and they beat Auburn. They they have their chance to play Georgia, and they can find out what they're made of then. So a lot to look forward to. There's still plenty to, to look forward to for Alabama. They they can still find their way into the college football playoff. So it's not over for the Tide yet. Uh, a lot of football left to be played. Absolutely, and uh, you know they they just got to practice hard and and get that right mindset. And and the coaches, especially Bill O'Brien. You know, you've got to make adjustments. You can't wait to halftime sometimes. You've got to make adjustments, you know, in game. And if yeah. that requires giving a little bit more authority, if Saban allows it, of course, which depends how that goes, if he allows Bryce to get more involved in the play call at the line of scrimmage, that may need to happen. We'll, we'll see yeah. how that goes forward. Yeah. All right, everybody. I appreciate everybody tuning in tonight. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Hit that notification bell. Give us a thumbs up. We appreciate everybody that, that tuned in tonight and got in the chat. Uh, Jake, roll tie, buddy. Roll tie.